Here we go. Kick! 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 Yeah! JB, what's the name of the podcast? Nigga, it's a pod named Kickback. It's a pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You, you say the whole thing. Welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN. And a revolution will, will be, be televised. televised. I'm no breaks new to righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage. What up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek. Coming at you every goddamn Monday. She threw me off. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> <enjoying> for that. <laughs> Representing NWA, nerds with attitude. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to a kickback. Real kickback tonight. Shout out to our kickbackers over there. Chilling, hanging out. Who was playing uh, uh, Monopoly earlier? Yep. And uh, you Monopoly, lost. Uh, irrelevant, erroneous. <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly, Kick Madden, y'all's asses and uh, I won in Madden. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then we played. I won in Monopoly. Yeah, you we played. What, what, what we play? And, uh, um, and then we whipped y'all in spades. The, 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 the oh no, we played UFC. Oh, UFC. UFC. Yeah, yeah we played UFC too. And then we didn't get a chance to finish the spades. Oh game. shit! We whipped y'all the first. We whipped y'all the first game in spades and defended the title. So Jeremy won a UFC, I won a Monopoly, you won a Madden, and they won in uh, Spades. Yeah. So it was a, it was a pretty, everybody got a W. Fair. Everybody got a win. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my win was the, the the better of the four, but I mean it's cool, it's cool. It, it happened. I disagree. I disagree. But, it, 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 it's God's plan. You knew. How did you do it? Cut his mic off, JB. We're going to start with our, uh, our kickback fact, and then we're going to have some fun. We got the kickbackers in the building. It's going to be a lit show. We got the all line. Well, I, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. we do our, our, our kickback fact of the week. And see, see if y'all knew this or not. So the next time you eat something that flaunts that rich flavor of vanilla, you might want to be aware of or do your best to ignore the fact that castoreum, a goo that beavers excrete to mark their territory, is sometimes used to enhance the flavor of vanilla in food. According to National Geographic, the goo is generally regarded as a safe additive That's by the U.S. Addict. Food and Drug Administration, but you'll probably never come across it in real life because it's difficult and expensive to collect. How y'all feel about eating beaver shit, beaver diarrhea, and all your vanilla coffee, latte, mocha chocolate, chicken chicken rolls? I'm trying to understand why you're looking at me. <laughs> I uh, like the mocha chocolate, chicken chino. No, 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 I, I, okay, Dre, Dre, eating beaver ass. I'm like, that's that's fucking disgusting, though. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I love vanilla fragrance. It's like my, my colognes all have it. My you candles like smelling all like beaver shit. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I was about to say apparently that. I like the smell of beaver ass. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was about to say, Ugh. as long as that shit is sterilized, you know, um, I'm, I'm good. You know, they're, yeah, we're See, predators. He, he eat some beaver shit. He can get yeah, fucked. Yeah, whatever. It, we're predators. It, we're, we're predators. Sprinkle it on some pizza. <laughs> sprinkle on some wings. <laughs> nah, nah, I sprinkle, I sprinkle it on uh, some cookies, though. <laughs> you got damn right. You got damn right. Uh, my left stroke just went viral. Yeah. Our viral story of the week is the Queen B. Beyond all I can say is her name. Her name is literally beyond all I can say. And after watching Black is King, it was beyond all I can say. I haven't felt this proud to be fucking black and African in a long ass time, goddammit. Like this is a it's a spectacle. It is an eye gasm. You it's a virtual virtuoso. It the shit look good. How about that? It looks good. And the lyrics and the songs and the and the meaning, uh, it all resonates. It's songs to uplift black women, uplift black men, uplift black children, uplift the black race. And I feel like shit, JB, that I never listened to the soundtrack. 
until now, this is off the soundtrack for The Lion King. Yeah. I never really listened, except Brown Skin Girl. Well, I mean, and, uh, you know, her uh, her involvement in the reproduction of The Lion King was huge because um, that whole production brought back a lot of truly African and African-American black elements to the artistry. Um, and you see that a lot in, you know, Broadway type of artistry. She brought that to the multimedia platform, chunked it down into bite-sized chunks so that people could absorb it and enjoy it inside the comfort of their own homes, conveying that positive, loving, uplifting yeah. message. Yeah. Um, um, it it's a work of art, you know. That's that's all you can say. It, it's it's a masterpiece. It is what it is, you know. I put it above Thriller. I put it above Kanye's. Uh, uh, what's his little movie called? Um, Doom Runaway. Um, I put it above our movie. Don't break, JB. This shit was a fucking spectacle, man. It's, it's great to look at. It's excellent to listen to. And it makes your soul feel good. Like, I watched it and it just felt, like, great. And I'm like, she keeps doing this. She keeps putting this music out. She keeps bailing out protesters. She keeps putting money up for the people in Houston. She keeps donating to, you know, UNFC. You know what call it? UNCF. She keeps uh, donating with her own organizations. Be rocking. Be riding. Be doing what be do. And I made a comment the other day, and I'll be the first to say it. I'll say it again. Everybody on Facebook got mad. I don't give a fuck. There isn't an artist who has put more on the line for the culture than Beyonce, for black people, whether it's their artistry or the money or putting their money where their mouth is. I don't think anyone has surpassed her. Now, she may have equals and contemporaries, but I don't think anybody is leaving Beyonce in the dust. Like, she is doing it. And everybody on Twitter got mad. Like, what about Bill Cosby? I'm like, well, he, he also raped a bunch of black women. But I like his contribution for the most part. Outside of that, what about, uh, what did it say? This had to hit me with. Stevie Wonder. I think he's done a lot of great work. I don't think he's done what Beyonce's done. She's bailed out protesters in the middle of these riots that we're having, this whole Black Lives Matter movement. And it's time, I think it's time to give her our flowers, JB. I think that like, we can say that like artistry-wise, I think she's on a level with Michael Jackson, if not above. Yeah. After this project, it's cemented for me. Yeah, artistry-wise, you definitely have to put her on that level with Michael Jackson. You know, my experience is somewhat dated because I literally watched Michael Jackson in that area where I was easily more influenced by that type of popularity. But that being said, I can't deny her influence on the media age after that. You know what I'm saying? Number one. Number two, um, as you mentioned, you look at her contributions, and I look at pe people um, who are her and then people who are in her ilk, you know, the Jay-Zs of this world, um, you mentioned others, and it gives me hope. You know, I feel like some of us are actually getting it. And it gives me hope that all of us can get it and keep moving in the right direction. We're going to talk about that a little bit later because I might geek out for a second, but let's keep it moving. Yeah, so check out Black is King on Disney+. Plus. No, you can't use my login. I've given it out already too much. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, next, uh, next rival story was Uncle Snoop, Big Snoop Dog. Uh, he had his versus battle with DMX last week, and he was on a breakfast club discussing that, and the, his he made his own top ten list. Mm -hmm. And the controversy was he said Eminem isn't in my top ten, right? And everybody got mad, so he gave us his official list. Well, and, let me say this, new Eminem is not in my top ten. Eminem is not in my top ten. Okay, I'm not sure if Biggie or Nas is in my top ten either. I know that's controversial. I said it though because it's my truth. Um, let's listen to Snoop's top 10. At number one, he has Slick Rick. What you guys think about that? Slick Rick being number one on Snoop's list. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Number one is Slick Rick, the greatest hip-hop storyteller of all time. I don't is know what about Snoop that. Says. What'd you say, Jeremy? I don't know about that. Nah, I'm going to disagree with that one. No, 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 hip-hop, period. But I'm nah. calling him the greatest nah. storyteller, just nah. not the greatest rapper. Number two, he has Ice Cube. Respect it, but disagree. Okay. Number three, he has LL Cool J. Okay. LL is in my top ten. I don't know where he goes, yeah. but he's in there. Uh, number four, he has KRS. KRS is just outside my top ten. Yeah, I'm not 
He's like top 20 or something. That's still great. Then he has Rakim. Rakim is definitely in my top five. Rakim is absolutely in my top five. Then he has Run from Run DMC. Top top 50 Yeah, for me. Not top 20 for me. Then he has D from DMC. Top 50 again. Mm -hmm. Then he has Big Daddy Kane. Top 10 for me. Yeah, yeah. He has Ice-T. Top 50 for me. Yeah, top 30 for me, probably. Then he has Too Short. Too Short is probably number 50 on my list. Or 51. Too Short may or may not make my list. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't see Too Short in there the way he does. Not, But I, I think that's a Cali kind of thing. Like, if I, if I look at his list, I see a lot of rappers who have a particular style that is somewhat similar to Snoop's style. The, these are the ones that influenced him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can, That's I can what see listed. what, yeah, yeah, I can see where he's coming from for sure. And he listed Hall of Fame rappers, in my opinion, all of them. But yeah, he made sure not to do any contemporaries, only old school, mm-hmm. the people that mm-hmm. influenced him in the game. Mm-hmm. My influence in a game so list. That, that goes back to the question that I was saying before: influenced or greatest of all time? It's greatest of all time, but he chose to go with the ones who influenced him. Well, if but, that's the case, then it's pretty much accurate. But if greatest of all time, I can't, I can't agree. I'm with you. Yeah. I disagree with the greatest of all time. I he's agree. saying yeah. he is choosing his greatest of all time. I think by people who influenced him. Well, <clears throat> he. I'll actually, I'll tell you exactly what he said. I'm glad you asked that. Call him. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, Burger is mentioned. Burger mentioned the same thing. What up, Burger? Um, we gotta understand where he's coming from, and we do. I uh, I think the problem is that there's a difference between your personal influences and the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah and, and I think what he's doing is he's saying my personal influences are the, are greatest, the greatest of all time, and I disagree. With Th- this that. is his statement. A lot of because he said Eminem wasn't in his top ten. Everybody got mad. He says, a lot of niggas been crying about me leaving people off my top 10 uh, without even seeing my shit. So here it is. FYI, notice how none of my peers or me or MCs after me are on this list. Respect respect your G's is what I was taught. If you offend it, you'll get over it. I get left off a lot of top 10s. I'm not even on this one. So whatever. And well, then he gave his list. <laughs> well, then that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. I'm speaking. I wish I would speak directly into the mic. I said he makes a good argument with that. I mean, he didn't put himself on that list. He said basically the greatest of all time are the people that influenced the rap game. And up to that point, that's who we chose. G- give, give me, give me three on your top. Who are three people that are in your top ten? Just give me three. Biggie, Tupac, uh, Jay Z. Biggie, two by Jay Z. Yeah. Uh, Dre, give me three in your top ten. Same, the same ones. All right, Jeremy, who you got? Three, just three of them. No, no, your favorites. Or, or, or the best, the best. Uh, Biggie, Tupac, Kendrick for me. Kendrick. Yeah. Okay. Jeremy's a little younger. JB, who you got? Just give me three off your list. I want to try to get y'all three on my list. That's not on y'all list. Three, three on my list. Uh, Method Man. Meth needs to be on somebody's top ten. <laughs> you fucking right. <laughs> um, uh, shit, I'm trying to pick some outliers. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I mean, Method Man is one of them ones that a lot of people Buster's might- deserves credit. I yeah, agree. I was, I was actually, I was actually just about to say, uh, Buster, Buster would be like around number ten for me, but he wouldn't be a top ten pick for most people, and. I actually uh, um, really loved um, Deltron Thirty Thirty. I love that nigga. I don't he even might know what the fuck that is. He might make number nine for my Deltron Thirty Thirty. Yeah, I've never heard cra- of him. Crazy nigga, New York. Yeah, but his lyrics—he was one of the best now, lyrics, JB, lyricists you know I've ever heard. Word. Yeah, we don't know what the hell this is. This some nigga JB knew from school. No, it ain't a nigga Fuck I knew from nigga. school. Look him up. Deltron 3030. He's an established artist. Yes. He's from Boston, Jay. Yes. He's from Boston, though. He's from Boston. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'll give you, I'll give you three randoms yeah, for me. <laughs> three people that, that nobody mentioned. Scarface is on my top ten. Big Daddy Kane is in my top ten. And he may be on his way out. 
But as of right now, Lil Wayne is still in my top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Biggie only made two albums. Lil Wayne's career was longer and better than Biggie's. He's tired. Niggas, 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 dick ride Biggie, God bless the dead. He only made two albums. Lil Wayne. True, but. I, I can name him. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Lil Wayne fan, so on every album, he does at least one or two heartfelt songs about his childhood, about his mother, about one of his kids, or about the Hot Boys breaking up. People, like, like casual fans don't hear those songs. I don't, know, I don't know how they miss them, but, like, I hear them all. Like, he, he does it every single album. Um, but he, his, the knock on him is he never does it. He does it all the time. Oh, shit. Burger said, Cool G rap. <laughs> God, hey, Cool G rap need to be on somebody's top 10. Yeah. He influenced me because I had a lisp. That's how I used to talk. And Cool G rap had a lisp, a lisp as well. So when I was little, I used to say I couldn't rap because I had this bad speech impediment. Like all my S words, like <laughs> Sylvester. I was Sylvester. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's where Rick Latin came from, Tasmanian Devil. Um, but uh, Coogee Rap had a really bad lisp as well. But he was lyrically a monster. And so I was like, I could do it too. I could do it. Shout out to Coogee Rap. What up, Burger? Um, let, let's move on, JB. Um, what we got next, JB? Our what the fuck story of the week, my G? All right, so JB's old sorority buddy, Ella DeGeneres. Really, really, nigga, wow. you're a whack. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. That was awful. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck. That was awful. Let, let's get to the story, JB. Let's yeah, let, story. yeah, let's. So, let's. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. I, I don't know what's wrong with it, JB. Uh, it sounds like she has not. just been a, I won't say that word. She has just been very mean yes. uh, and very inconsiderate yes. to her co-workers and employees at a, a TV show, at the studio. Well, and this is a rumor that's actually been circulating for years now. I mean, obviously, her show has been on for a very, very long time. Yeah. But you have heard this a lot hearsay-wise about people who have worked with Ellen on her show is that she is just really, really rude and a really, really, a really, really difficult person to work with. Now yeah. it's gotten deeper than that because people are actually trying to go to court to deal with this shit. Now they're actually investigating her conduct on the show, which is... That's that's pretty bad, new. But at the same time, um, the, this 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 type of thing happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not it's not the biggest surprise in the world, but it's kind of shocking with Ellen because her image is oh I love everyone and I give everyone everything and I look up for people and she ends the show be good to each other. Everyone be good to each. Guy kickbackers over there, be good to each other. That's what Ellen would tell them. So to know that she's being a bitch to everybody is kind of like, whoa, that's not on brand. Well, it's interesting that you mention this because I was actually having this exact, this exact and precise conversation with some of my coworkers at work, and we were talking about the fact that sexual discrimination. Mm -hmm. A lot of times does not involve a man versus a woman. A lot of times these female bosses can convey a lot of sexual discrimination because of their own sort of warped perception about women's place in society. So mm. they'll treat women like they've seen other men treat women now that they're bosses. Wow. You know? Yeah, it's a really, really interesting dichotomy. And it's something that has been interesting for me because I've literally watched it happen in the workplace in Georgia. And I've mm. just been like, wow. But I'm not getting it, but I'm not, a, I, I, I'm, I'm a guy. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's really, really interesting. Like, which I, I, is, I would have imagined women getting into power and shitting on the niggas, but you saying they shitting on other women? Yeah, wow. I, I'm saying they shitting on everybody, but okay. especially okay. women. Mm. Like mm. it, 
but, but th- I mean, th- think think about it. Like well, all well, of them can't have male bosses. You know. Yeah, what I'm saying? and, and I'm, I don't want to say that women are catty thing because the woman will jump through the to the I camera and beat our ass. I know yeah. you wasn't. I almost said it. That was my point. <laughs> Please I ain't don't. gonna say it. Yeah. I don't want to see them. No, like no. like the ring and they no, coming at us no. and shit. Well, I mean, like like endemic racism, like racial inequality, this is a part of the fabric of our society. And it's not always white people perpetrating black racism the same way it's not always men perpetrating. What is she doing? I don't know. <laughs> no, the camera up there. You're good. You're good. You're good. The camera's right there. So you were behind it. <laughs> just messing with you. Don't throw it okay. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> no, I'm I'm done. Sheesh. <laughs> um so at I, the end of the it's day, not surprising to me. Yeah, at the end of the day, Ellen do was right. They're saying that she may be closing down her show, ending her show, like because of some of the stories that will come out and trying to, you know, stop it. But them stories coming out, Ellen. We're gonna find yeah. out just exactly what kind of slum lord you were. Yeah. We're gonna find out if you're really Danita Trump. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out nigga. Like you can't Danita, get away from me now. Danita Trump, damn. And for the record, me and JB, we treat all of our employees greatly. We even treat them like partners. <laughs> <laughs> Look at their face. <laughs> Cut on my call, JB. <laughs> um You're an intern. <laughs> so you get paid in turn. Unpaid in turn. <laughs> oh shit. Um let's move on. But Ellen, do the right thing. I don't know if they're suing her for money or what they're doing, but do the right thing. Make something good come out of this. Don't get canceled. I'm not a big cancel person. I will cancel you in real life, but I don't really cancel celebrities because I you're not that important in any fucking way. Um but moving on, our Donald Don't Be Dumb Award. This goes to Jeremy's younger brother, um, Jonathan Isaacs, who is the only player to not take a knee during No, the- no, no. <laughs> Damn. No, no. You should have saw me when I was trying to struggle to get this mic on. <laughs> I saw I was watching you like, oh, like oh, I'm going to get the no. story out before he gets the mic on. <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh, Lord. Okay. At least he, yeah, yeah. So this man, Chris, I, Jonathan Isaacs, Decided he wouldn't need, take a knee when every other NBA player did. Uh, when now it's reported that there's a second player, a white player, who wore a Black Lives Matter shirt but wouldn't take a knee. Um, now, Jonathan Isaacs wouldn't take a knee, a black player, because he will only take a knee for Jesus. We got into this whole, they called me anti, they called me the devil and everything else earlier, uh, me and Beyonce, because I was like, well, I don't fuck with Christianity either. But, like, that's one of the reasons why. Like, why is he he's not taking a knee for Jesus because of Christianity? I'm like, dog, that's, you missed the whole fucking point. Your religion is dividing us again, as it's done from the beginning of the fucking Crusades. That's my take on it. Well, I, I, don't, I don't see this as a Christian issue. I see this as a crazy, stupid motherfucker issue. Um, I don't think I I, I I think I think saying that you do idiotic and moronic things because of Christianity isn't really a fault on Christianity. It's a fault on you and it's a fault on the dumb motherfucker who told you that stupid ass fucking dumb shit. Like, um, we yeah. gotta stop apologizing for stupid motherfuckers. Forgive me for all of this goddamn cursing. But this type of <laughs> Forgive dumb, me for the goddamn cursing. But this type of dumb shit really I mean, don't pisses me off. Don't apologize. Because, because like, um, you know, being in a being in a position where you're going to allow Christianity to excuse things that have nothing to do with Christianity. If anything, you are more Christian for following along with the cause. That to me is just a level of blind stupidity that needs to be ignored and ridiculed, period. So JB, is, is Christianity, them using that as a shield, is that the new, I, I, I respect the military? Yeah, they just conflating different issues that don't got shit to do with shit. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So let me get this straight. You, you think it might be? 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kickbackers. So uh, we we, we hip to y'all, y'all bullshit. First, you tried to use the military because you didn't want to stand up for black people. Now you're trying to use Christianity because you don't want to stand up for black people, even when you're black. We hip. I'm like Bo Jack, baby. I'm hip to the game. Woke. Mm. You woke, new. I'm old. <laughs> you woke. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm woke. You woke. Power to the people. <laughs> uh, Beyonce is the queen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Black yeah. is king, nigga. <laughs> um, our Nipsey Hustle Award goes to my junior high school sweetheart, Mackenzie Scott, formerly Mackenzie Bezos. She has decided to donate $1.7 billion to causes of, of philanthropy and a huge chunk of that is going to historically black colleges and universities. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest chunks went to my alma mater, Howard University, and she is doing her part. She divorced Jeff Bezos, got a huge settlement, and she is using that money to impact the world and to impact the, the, the causes of the day. And that's the still same old bullshit. Let's march, you know, I'm not, I won't say bullshit, excuse me, but like March of Dimes and this and that. She's thinking outside of the box and she's doing things to help impact our community. And I don't know if I'm falling for the bait, but I love that shit. Oh, no, you gotta love what she's doing because uh, not only is she contributing to black um, uh, community issues, she's con contributing to environmental issues. Um, right now, the count is kind of ridiculous. She got a ridiculous amount of money off of this settlement, somewhere in the neighborhood of between 30, per 30 and 35% of Bezos' assets. Woo. So now she's she single. Is she single? So she so she is giving out like billions of dollars in charity. Oh, but Shanti don't see you. <laughs> Hopefully Ashanti didn't see this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, billions of dollars right now to charitable organizations just across the board, but, you know, on the right swing. You know, she's not giving money to the Trump campaign. You know, well, she hasn't published it anyway. She's yeah. doing all the right things with this money, and it's an amazing thing. Um, she's understanding she got billions of dollars, but she don't need that. <laughs> And, and that's great, man. That's great. And we, we, shit, we appreciate you. What the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. Pretty it, crazy. It really is, JB. It really is. Uh, so she gets one of our Nipsey Hustle Awards. Um, do you see the second? Uh, give me just a second. Oh, Big yeah. Day. Big Days. Big Days cheese day. Yeah, I've been talking on this show about going and getting the right, Philly cheese right, and Big right. Days. We going for short now after seeing what he did. JB, tell him what he did. Pulling it up right now. So Big Dave found out a story, saw a story in the news where a guy who just had a baby, he was out trying to steal waters and he was shut down. And the police, you know, told him he couldn't sell waters and he's trying to feed his newborn baby. And just on hard times and shit just not right. You know how hard it is to sustain right now during COVID. And if you've lost your job to make money in addition to that. So he bought some waters and went out to sell them, and they stopped him. So Big Day pulled up on him and his girlfriend with their newborn baby and offered both of them jobs. And he bought them a shit ton of supplies for the kid, for the baby, and said, you're part of the Big Day family now. This will take care of you for the next couple of days, but you both have jobs now. Starting tomorrow, come in. I have hired you. You guys are working now. Present problem solved. Future problem solved. I was just like, nigga, I'm going to get a big day cheesesteak. We got to go and give him our money. We got to, dog. We got to go and give him our money. It's the same guy you was talking about Yo. from before that makes the, the best cheesesteaks. Yeah, same guy. That yeah, we, we talked go. about going, just yeah. never went. Yeah. But Chris now that said, he's doing this. Yeah. Big Chris said, them shits are great. <laughs> Love his cheesesteaks. Yeah. yeah. He we, posted when he went there. We, 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 shit, we were supposed to go. Mm. And he posted like, yeah, I'm, I'm finally at big day cheesesteak. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, um, shout out to Big Dave, um, doing the right thing. Again, this movement is is as contagious as Corona right now, and I love it, right? we This is what we need to keep moving in the right direction. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. And really quickly, there was a, a black woman who owns a restaurant in Texas, I believe. And she went through the drive through at McDonald's. They put it on social media. And there were two girls that were working there. One was a management trainee. One was a drive through worker. And she asked them how much they made. They both were making like six fifty an hour. And she said, quit your job right now. Come with me. I will pay both of you $12 an hour. And she was like, leave. Come outside. And they were a little bit like, are you crazy, lady? And she said, if you leave right now and come with me, I will pay you $12. I will double both of your salaries. They left. When were her. She showed them getting them to the restaurant. She showed the person that was going to be training Again, them. Again, everybody left. In. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And they, they're working with her now. And it's like, I love that beer. I can't wait until we make enough money till a partner kickback merch is made that much money that we can just go grab somebody and say, we know you're not being paid correctly. We know you're not being appreciated. We know you're, 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 you're outworking your compensation. Come work with us. We're going to pay you right. Yeah, yeah. Let's all get this money. And that's just the story of the day. Let's all get this money. For real. <laughs> yeah, you know, Chris Hady seen that one too. And um, uh, just for the record, the uh, partner and kickback merch is out. Um, you know, I'm wearing one of the older shirts. JB is wearing one of the brand new shirts. You can see exactly what it looks like, exactly how it looks. A pod named Kickback. You know, we got the Righteous and Ratchet line. We got the NWA Nerd with Attitude line. And we got the pod named Kickback shirts. The new ones, I got on the old one. And JB got on the new one. My, my mind will be here in a couple days. I'll be wearing it probably next, on next week's show. Um, but we definitely want to appreciate you guys for supporting. I meant to bring this up early. We skipped past uh, high low mm-hmm. by accident because uh, we've been drinking. Yeah, we've oh been yeah. Drinking. It's a kickback. It Matter is fact, what it is. While they're playing spades, what are y'all playing? Are they playing gin rummy? Rummy. Yeah. Okay, they're playing rummy. While they're playing rummy, real quick, I want to do our high low of the week, JB, because we we skipped that, but we can always go back to it. It's our show. Hey, <laughs> goddamn right. Goddamn right. You want me to go first? Sure, sure. Okay. <clears throat> so my high of the week was actually a trip I took with my kids yesterday. It was amazing. Actually, yesterday was a pretty, pretty fucking amazing day just okay. in general. Um, got up early, um, <clears throat> grilled some sandwiches mm. and some salmon okay. um, and some lamb and okay. some potatoes for us to eat because I knew we were going on a boat trip later. So I wanted to make sure we had a really good meal. We did that, <clears throat> then went out and took a canoe trip down to Chattahoochee, starting in, yeah, starting up in Marietta and then winding our way down towards Sandy Springs. And then we turned around and went back. Um, I'm a little sore right now because, <laughs> you know, it was me and the kids. So that paddling shit was no joke. But it was a great, great time just being out in nature being out on the water, social distancing. It was awesome. And they do have a date version of that package. I'm not going to oh. tell you where to get it because I don't want you to take up all my reservations. Yeah, you tell me afterwards, I'm going to uh, call yeah, Shanti yeah. and then I'm going to get Exactly, popular. exactly, exactly. Hey. Um, what was your low? My low of the week was yet again. And to show how egregious and horrible it is, I know you guys have been reading statistics about COVID-19 and in particular what's going on in the South. But I think you really need to see how batshit it is to understand how fucked up it is in the South in terms of the lack of social distancing that's going on. I'm going to start posting little mini videos and showing people not social distancing at all especially at night yeah. like I mean, it's good over. i'm coming home <laughs> uh, you know i'm coming home from the store or you know i'm on my way back with the kids from picking up something and we're driving by restaurants and bars that are literally packed to the gills people wow. dancing like mosh pit dancing wow. this is happening in sandy springs in roswell in the places where i live it scares the shit out of me you know what i'm saying we had a record breaking one day cases on friday and the federal government has given us 14 days to come up with a plan to fix this shit before they take over georgia yeah it's that's, where, that's where we're at 
it's horrible right now and people are just not paying attention at all it scares the shit out of me so that's my low of the week but that's prevalent i that's probably been my low for the last four weeks new yeah um my low of the week was i was a little mean this week um got into a debate on facebook i was a little mean and i'm trying to do this not be mean thing but i'm just super nice to everybody I was a little mean. They said some stupid shit, and I had to be like, nigga, that shit's stupid. Yeah, a little mean, but, you know, they shouldn't say stupid shit, I guess. So that was my low. My high of the week was um, well, a few things factored in. I um, had my best week of sales and since this whole COVID shit hit. Had a great week just selling my ass off and doing my thing. And, um... Some of those things were my nine to five, and some of those things were not. And one of the things that were not, or was not, was an online merchandise store. It's having that launch, and having it launched successfully on August 1st, having, being surprised by who bought merchandise. Because mm. it tells us the names of the people. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking like, oh shit, oh you bought, oh, oh shit, I didn't even know you watched the podcast, or, or listened to the podcast. You bought something too? And I'm like, damn. Um, so I was very, very happy to see that the kickbackers are supporting. And for those of you who don't know or didn't know or now finding out, our online merch store is available. It is launched. It has been launched. You can get the kickback, the, the mugs, the mugs newer than the ones we have. They have the new logo, which is what's on our shirts. A partner in kickback mugs, a partner in kickback shirts, nerds with attitude shirts, righteous and ratchet are on our shirts. So you can come and get all of that. Um, pick your own color scheme. It, it, it's 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 legit. You can see from JB's shirt, like the shirts are excellent quality. Like it's it's some fly shit. And uh, I want to shout out the ladies that cop shirts and the fellas that cop shirts. But I want to shout out my man Jay Lou, who was the first person to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met here this year, but he from uptown. He from Kennedy Street. What up, Burger? So it was amazing that we met here, uh, but grew up, you know, heavily influenced by the same neighborhood and meet here generations apart. And he's one of our biggest supporters. Um, sometimes I he I see him he playing a podcast. I'm like, nigga, you playing a podcast? I'm like, damn. Well, okay, yeah. I, I recognize my voice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what's so up. I love to have kickbackers that support like that. And the rest of you, you know, when you get around to it, please check out the site. The link is always in the bio. The link will be in the description below. And um, go through it and see if it's something you like. If you like the shirts or the mugs, grab you something. Um, moving on from that, I guess now we can get into our Netflix and chill segment. Yeah, let's do it. So Netflix is bringing back all the black shows, JB. Um, everybody's excited about Moe- Moesha that's out right now. Shout out to Brandon. She also has an album out that's really good. But I was hype about the game. The, the game was like this, like the NFL, all black people, black couples, black players. It was just one of them great, great shows I loved. Um, it's only going to have the network TV version, not the BET episodes that came a decade or so later. Um, half and Half with the two sisters, I love that one. Uh, Essence, whatever her name is, and then the other sister. Sorry, can't remember. Um, a lot of people are hyped about the Parkers. I was never a big Parkers fan, but I know other people were. Sister, sister, wasn't the biggest fan. I know a lot of people were. Netflix picked up like eight network comedies, maybe black comedies. Yeah, that's they're releasing over the next couple months. That's gonna be a lot of fun for us. Um, A lot of fun for uh, folks um, who want to want to see more of what we got going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, I might actually go back and watch some more of that Moesha because I actually dug that show. I like that show um, back in the day. Um, from Did me, they have girlfriends? I, I gotta check and see if girlfriends is on that list. Yeah, it is. Girlfriends yeah. is? Oh, nigga. Girlfriends. Half and half. Say half and half from Moesha. One on one. Oh, yeah. Uh, the game. The game. I can't wait to girlfriends come on. Like, I ain't gonna lie. That, like, half and half, I love. The game, I love. But girlfriends? Yeah. Because, you know, I be having girlfriends, Polly. So I like that. Really? Yeah, okay. That's what All we're right, doing? So uh, Netflix. I, love black of friends, and I, love friends. I, I never really watched Friends. You're missing out. On, you're missing out. 
I, I, know, like, I know it's I've too many white like people for you. I get it. Total. But yeah, you're missing out. I thought it was like Frazier and Seinfeld. Frazier's funny too. I love Seinfeld. Frazier's hilarious. You ever watch Frasier? I've watched Frasier. That shit is funny. I've seen episodes of Frasier. Him and. No, it is, but Friends is not on anymore. So. Yeah. Netflix. Friends may come and but, but, go. But, but uh, Frasier is, is funny as hell. Here's one thing I know. Why are you singing that All song? All my life. I don't know. <laughs> You're a friend of mine. Y'all know y'all like my singing, goddammit. So uh, apparently those shows are good. Everybody should watch them. Get your Netflix on. Um, Umbrella Academy is back. Season two is back. Is is on now. I, I watched episode check. one. That's you it. did. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'm actually going to check that out tonight. Okay. So next week we'll give you an Umbrella uh, Academy review. I think that sounds good. That sounds good. And watch Black is King on Disney Plus. No, you can't have my login. Um, Eargasm. What we've been listening to. The Queen Brandy got Moesha on Netflix, and her new album is a fucking vibe. That's what I said when it dropped. This is a fucking vibe. It's some chill shit, some cool shit. It's funky. It is great kickback music. Like, you just throw the album on and play Spades and do your own thing, play Monopoly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but it, mm-hmm. it's in that pocket, man. Mm-hmm. So I really like Brandy's album. Um, Two Chains versus Rick Ross on Thursday night, JB. Their versus battle. I feel like... Ross has such a, a, a more vast catalog. catalog yeah, yeah, maybe even just a superior catalog. Yeah, but in twenty songs, two chains could get them. It's possible. I don't think it'll happen though. I tell you what. I mean, with twenty songs between the two of them, they gotta. They can turn that into the most lit versus battle ever if they wanted to. They could between the two of them. They could turn that joint into like the ridiculous. They could turn. They could spin off a whole twerk fest just off of their yeah. versus battle. Yeah, if they wanted to. If you know? Rick Ross throwing pop that, pop that, pop that, pop that. Uh, and, uh, so two chains throwing. It's your birthday. I know every girl gonna be twerking and shaking their they ass. I need to have a camera like TikTok be spying on us, where I can spy on the Instagram models and see what they doing <laughs> during this battle, so I can watch them. <laughs> I'm going to figure, JB, you the tech guy. Figure out the technology. Make it happen. Um, that, I mean, and they got a tough act to follow. They got, I mean, because, you know, that Snoop oh. DMX jump was just yeah. ridiculous. Technically superior, which is always the obstacle with these as well. So we'll see how it works out. Shmi said it's not possible. I'm assuming not possible for a change to win. And, and Chris said it's a slaughter. Ross going to walk him. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all. Yes, Ross's catalog I put with the greats. Yeah. Like Ross might be in my top 20 rappers of all time based off catalog, not lyrics, just catalog. He makes better music than everyone else. But this is only 20 songs. And if you go with 20 hits, 2 Chainz got like four Drake records, like, like six Lil Wayne records, a Justin Bieber record. Uh, he like he got some big records, so it's going to depend on who's watching. Because yep. if you're going for who got the biggest records, that's one thing. If you're going lyric for lyric, I think Two Chains is a better lyricist than Rick Ross. But I think Rick Ross makes better songs. Yeah, I think I think Boom. you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Um, but at the same time, you know that whole better songs thing, and then you also look at the uh, well. No, you can't even really look at longevity because Two Chainz been in the game for a long fucking time. But you could look at longevity in the mainstream and look at how exactly. many hits exactly. that you know uh, Ross has been able to bring to the Billboard. Mixtapes is one thing, but Ross got 10 albums. Two Chains got five albums. If you count his two group albums, he has seven albums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rick Ross got 10. I mean, Chains got a banger all the way through. He just on Duffel Bag Boy, I'm riding around, I'm getting it. Uh, it's your birthday, I'm different. Yeah. If the fans watching, watching, yeah. Uh, whatever that song he got with the white people, that one. Um, Drake, no lie. Oh, it's on me. Sometimes it's on me. Uh, shut the fuck up. Dude, 
That jump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our kickbackers are chiming in like a motherfucker. They all got something to say about Ross. And uh, uh, Chris, I'm going to disagree. Uh, Ross is a better songwriter. 2 Chainz has more metaphors, punchlines, similes, uh, entendres than Ross ever. Ross don't even use those. Ross paints gorgeous pictures, but he, he he's not... I can't even say Ross not a technical MC because Ross is fucking amazing. So I can't say that. But I think lyrically, write one verse, who had the hardest verse on the song together? I'm going to go with Chains. Matter of fact, they did a song together called Ali Boumaye. It's the game song, but Rick Ross and 2 Chains is on it. Go play it and let's see who has the best lines. It's going to be 2 Chains. Facts. So we have a little debate going on. I would love to see this continue on the kickback page. Uh-huh. We're we going to debate this year all the way up until Thursday. <laughs> see, right. see, Ron said exactly new. <laughs> right. Rick doesn't rap metaphorically. Oh, yeah. Um, Chris said two chains repeat lines in the same song. Oh, everybody does that. That that You repeated that yourself. You said it twice. That didn't make no sense. Um, push it to the limit. Ross makes huge anthem records, has the best producers in the biz. Ross doesn't have the best producers in the biz, me. Ross has the best ears in the game. I, I, I'll give you this. I think Rick Ross may have the best ear in the history of rap music. Now, how is that for a hot take? Nobody can pick a better beat than Rick Ross. How about that? Well, it's not only it's not only the beats, but what he does with them. I mean, you can tell his creative influence by how his songs are just so melodically tailored to his style. You know what I'm saying? New, um, like yeah. a Rick Ross, a Rick Ross hip hop song is like still a song. Like it's it's there's a level of artistry there that. Um, you know, just doesn't exist with most artists today, ever, yeah. actually. And they're saying Ross has more classics. Ross has twice the amount of albums that 2 Chainz has. That's one. Two, Ross makes better albums. Now, I'm not shitting. I, I told, I'm telling you my love for 2 Chainz. I'm not shitting on 2 Chainz. I'm rocking with him. But uh, Ross makes better albums than everybody. So for him to have more classics than 2 Chainz is like, who does Ross not have more classics than? He got more classics than Nas. Probably as many classics as JB, J, JB, as Jay Z. Uh, probably more, way more classics than Jadakiss. Way more classics than uh, LL. Ross, like we gotta start. We might have to. We might have to ever have a real conversation about Rick Ross and is he top ten? Kickbackers, is Rick Ross top 10? You know, if you think about his albums, his discography, the music, he might be. At least 15. At least 15? At least. Okay, because I'm like, I'm fucking with 2 Chains, and I think 2 Chains could make it a competitive battle because it's about singles. But if we're talking about catalog, it's only 20 songs. So the fact that Rick Ross got double the albums don't really mean nothing. I think 2 Chainz could get lucky, but I, I, I'm picking Rick Ross. I'm with y'all. Rick Ross will win. But yeah. 2 Chainz can get lucky and knock his ass the fuck out. Yeah, he... Then <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris was with you the whole time when you was like, Ross got him. But <laughs> when you started talking about greatest all time, he was like, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. No, wait a minute now. Wait a hey, minute. Hey, uh, name a... Uh, name, Name 10 artists who have a better catalog than Rick Ross. Name 10 rappers. You ain't got to do it right now because you can't. There aren't 10 artists who have better, 10 better catalogs than Rick Ross. That ain't true. It's not. Is he the best lyricist? That, I, I told you I think 2 Chainz is a better lyricist. But when we go into the overall package, flow, delivery, uh, beat selection, albums, uh, social uh, uh, popularity, influence on pop culture, um, storytelling ability. And you get into all that shit. Ross is wiping niggas up in a lot of that shit. And he's number one in beat selection. That that's my take. And it's all about how you line your songs up. That's true, because you could play the wrong shit out of order, and then you're out of there. You're out of there. 
So two chains can get lucky, man. He fuck around and, and throw some some Lil Wayne Drake combos. Next thing you know, he you know he up three zero. You know what I'm saying? It, it can happen. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. There it go. Uh, we ready to move on? Um, book club news or what you want to do? Yeah. Um, actually. The top 40 rappers over 40. JB always been skipping shit. Oh, well, the top yeah, 40 rappers over 40. On, on music, so that's why. Yeah. Like, all good. Um, It's a crazy list. They had Diddy at like 40. They had Jay-Z at like one. You got Rick Ross. It's all the music they put out after they turned 40. So Snoop, Rick Ross, Too Short, me. Um, There's a lot of niggas on there. And I was just really happy they made the list. Like, there's an actual list of the top 40 rappers that are over 40 that are making good music. And I just thought that was the shit as a 40-plus-year-old that pretty much retired. 40-plus-year-old um, rappers aren't celebrated at all. And it's weird. They're, they're, they're admonished. They're put down. They're belittled. They're the butt of the joke. But most of the rappers I listened to was over 40. Yeah. Two Chains and Rick Ross are both over 40. We just had a whole debate about two 40-year-olds. Yeah, I, I don't even, yeah. I, 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 lo- I, love, I, love, the, I love the 40 over 40 list um, but it, because it speaks to uh, hip-hop's relative longevity and um, its relative permanence as a part of our global culture right now. And it just kind of makes me proud, New, because this is something that we watched involve, involve yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What the game said, you 38 and still rapping? Ew. I'm 38. No, I'm so is the still. Whatever the fuck you said. Well, same when niggas going into their 40s. If you was entering your 40s, that might be why I retired. I don't, I don't even know. But um, shout out to, to y'all rappers over 40 that's still getting it. Hip-hop is not exclusively a young man's sport. So shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. And I support y'all. Indeed. I'm one of y'all, because Red Cups and Rillos, my last single was released uh, across all streaming sites uh, a few months ago, just to put it out there. So, And my best of all my old music will be online. So shout out to all us rappers who uh, top 40 or over 40. I think I was number 37. But anyway, moving on, we can talk about other things. Um, our book club, JB, is coming to an end. Well, yours. This, this your, particular book. Yeah. Um, I know what you're thinking about for next the next book. That motherfucker is four hours a week for the next five weeks to finish it. You want me to pick something else? Then is what you're saying. I'm saying I I want to read that one. I think we should get to it. But I don't know if these motherfuckers are going to put in four or five hours a week over the next month. We got to start them off light. Especially Shmi and Chris. Them two niggas are not putting up five hours a week to a book. Or to this book. To, okay. to, to the additional book to whatever they might be reading. But having said that, I just want to say um, we are finishing out Contagious by Jonah Berger. It's a book on marketing and promoting and brand management. It talks about the $100 cheese, Philly cheesesteak that drew attention to the restaurant in Philly. It talks about uh, Please Don't Tell. The restaurant, the hot dog stand, where if you walk in and go through the phone booth door, you wind up in a, uh, a fancy restaurant club area. I think I'm mixing up two of them. I think one had the phone booth, and that was one store. And the yeah, other that was store, the hot dog jump. Well, then shit, they, 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 they are the same one. So the, it's a phone booth. You walk in, and you walk to a hot yeah, dog don't ask, stand. Don't tell. Yeah. And then they have a door in the back that if you go to that door in the back, you wind up in an exclusive lounge if you're invited. Mm-hmm. But you have to call and get on the list every week. They don't promote it. It's a lot. But they talk about marketing and promoting. The way we market and promote, by I piss y'all off on Facebook, and then y'all be mad at me, and then you watch the podcast and see if I'm going to talk about it. I contagioned you. You were contagioned. Into watching the podcast. Ugh! Yeah, there, there are a lot of lessons you can take from the book concerning how to use word of mouth to spread and to progress and to evolve your brand and how you should use word of mouth as a primary vehicle for doing that. Um, a lot of people think that large-scale marketing, paying for marketing, buying hits, 
buying followers is the way to ramp up your brand. And what they have told us and what I learned from the book is you got to start from the ground up. And when you start from the ground up, you wind up with a more uh, stable uh, foundation in terms of your yeah. followership and your brand recognition. Yeah, word of mouth is, is, is going to do wonders for you. Because um, people talk to each other every day. On Facebook, they don't necessarily post and promote. And they talked about um, like uh, social social clout, social currency, where if I can tell you about something you never heard of and I make it sound fancy, then you know you might want to do it or you or I might feel good for being able to tell you about it. So that's another thing. Um, the book is called Contagious. It's by Jonah Berger. That was the first book in our book club. JB, I know I put you on the spot. Because I was like, yeah, pick another book. But I do think that. Do you think they're ready for four hours, four or five hours a week? Oh, no, I'm okay with picking another book. It's just going to take me a second to pick another one because a lot of my books are really fucking long. I can pick, I can pick one that's shorter than that, but those are usually a part of series. Um, okay, yeah. So uh, y'all didn't see that. Nothing happened. Everybody, that, that wasn't, nothing ever happened. The show's going over 12 more hours. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, uh, so next week, we will announce the new book. Yes, let's If you haven't that. caught up, we will do another summary on Jonah Berger's Contagious. It's the book Nipsey Hussle told me to read, so I'm giving it to y'all. Um, and next week, we will do another show. Uh, another show. Of course, we'll do another show. But JB will announce his book next week, next Monday. Indeed. Next Monday, you'll hear about our next book coming up. I'll pick a nice fantasy book for us. A little more brevity, though. Um, sports, JB. The NBA is back. We've been talking yeah, about that. We're watching but the game is on right now. Yeah, we watch it. We're watching ball right now. We had touched on this before. The artificial crowds are interesting. The interesting camera angles are interesting. But most importantly, I actually read today, knew that they haven't picked up a single additional COVID-19 case since everyone has Shout been out to the NBA in the bubble. For doing so, it right with the bubble. Yeah. Um, there I was that. A, I need a bubble. Me, Ashanti, um, and Amarola Negra. That would be my bubble. Me, Ashanti, Amarola Negra, um, and Andres. Uh, have yeah. all just there for brevity. Well, now there was the one cat who was released to, to go to a funeral, and then he went to Magic City. And yeah, Lou Williams. Come with, on, Lou. Come on, Lou. Corona. Come on, Lou. But they didn't let him in the cop. Right, right, right. <laughs> Dumbass. That, that, that's, how, that's how we be doing effing billions. <laughs> right, right. You can't come in now. Right, uh, right. Where was you at? What you doing? <laughs> right, yeah, right. You can't come in the compound. Doing the most, like Magic City, really, nigga? City went there for the wings. We were like, nigga, get the fuck The wings is good, nigga, but... <laughs> Cut it out. Come on, young. You could just go to JoJo's. You tripping. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Old Wings 101 that we hey, had tonight. Hey, there we go. There we go. Um, Hot braised wings. Whoa, boy. Uh, never mind. You ain't in Georgia. You, ain't, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. But, um... I think that um, I'm happy about the NBA being back. I've been able to watch the Wizards play a little bit. And um, I watched LeBron and the Lakers play against the Clippers. I watched LeBron lock down Kawhi with the last play of the game, made Kawhi pass to Paul George, and then lock down Paul George. LeBron is 103 years old. He's been in the NBA for 50 years, and he playing defense like that. Go ahead, King James. God damn it. Uh, black is king, nigga. Shout Black out to East our King. gray beard superhero. <laughs> I, I'm, over, I'm rooting for everybody gray. <laughs> As an old ass nigga, I'm rooting for everybody gray, nigga. <laughs> yeah, man, no doubt. Shout out to our gray beard superhero, LeBron James. It's good to see him back. It's good to see baseball back. It's good to hear. Baseball's him. scary. The yeah. Marlins, the entire Marlins team caught the COVID. Yeah, they, they got but the they, Rona. They, 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 yeah, they. <laughs> what? What? What's that supposed to say? Caught the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you you sound country COVID. as hell. I caught the COVID. <laughs> All the whole team done gone and caught the COVID. I said I've been in Georgia in eight years. They yeah. done did it to me. Yeah, Pause. Man. But uh, I mean, I, I actually wasn't surprised by that because that's Florida. <laughs> like, yeah. Florida is the wild, yeah. wild west. <laughs> yeah, Florida is on some. 
fuck shit you know right about, now. Yeah. But now they, they're talking about we number four on that list. We crept up into that 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 holy trinity oh, no. of ineptitude. Oh, we were we were, we're always four. Oh, we were always there because we've been open the same time Florida is. We just have a less beachfront property, so we can't mm. fuck up as bad as they do. Mm. We have always been as well, crazy as they gave us two weeks to get our shit together, yeah, or the federal I, government yeah, taking over. I, I mean, I hope we get it together, young, because it's fucked up out here. Anyway, yeah, our gathering is five people, just so you know. Hey, the five. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got going. What up, Randy? What up, Chris? What up, Chris? You got three Chris's, me, cousin Jeff, Ashanti. I see you in the comments. Uh, Vanessa Del Rio. I see you in the comments. Um, Vanessa oh, Del Rio. She like ninety, dog. Like, what are you doing? She's in the comments. I, I didn't. I can't tell who to watch and who not to watch. Wow. She watches. You still think about Vanessa Del Rio. I don't think she's watching. I'm literally reading her name off the screen. Really? Because I don't see it. You're not on the screen. Do you I, see, see the screen? I see the same screen you do. <laughs> hey, yo. Last, last week I posted an episode where um, we had um, the girls on the show, and they was like, um, I was like, yeah, so back when I used to date Amber Rose, they was like, you didn't, oh, my God. I was like, I did. I was like, okay, fine. When you dated Amber Rose, when did you date her? Was it before Kanye or after Kanye? And I was like, I never dated Kanye. And they oh fell off. That is one of my favorite moments <laughs> in the history of the show, yo. They was like, well, did you date her before Kanye or after? I was like, I didn't date Kanye. They was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> I posted that show last week, and I, I die laughing every time I see that shit. That shit is stupid. Um, Real quick, y'all, I wanted to uh, wanted to shout out our uh, Patreon fans, our Patreon viewers, listeners. Thank you for supporting us. Also wanted to give y'all a quick reminder about our merch store. I've got mm -hmm. it up so you can see it right yep. now. Um our collections are dope. We've got the kickbacker swag, which gives you the mugs, the kickback t-shirts, mm -hmm. a variety of colors, men's and yep, women's yep. sizes, available for everyone. If you're watching and, on Facebook or YouTube, you see this. Right. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, Apple Title, or Christian Mingle, you don't see it, but you hear it. Right. It is what it is. Uh, <clears throat> our, nerd, our nerds with Attitude Line, NWA. And then, of course, the Righteous and Ratchet line. Those I want to see which one of y'all are nerds with attitude and which one of y'all are Righteous and Ratchet. Post up, baby. Post I need to up. see this. I, I'll up. be able to tell about which shirts you buy. Hey, it's, it's like the Twilight debate. Uh, so you, you think you, you're all for? No, you missed it, man. Uh, you uh, just went right over your head. Uh, which team are you on? You know, oh, like, what was the team on Twilight? Team, was, Edward, team Edward Team Jacob. Damn, I, I liked Edward more, but I felt like I was Jacob. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, but I'm slicing, that I know this. I know this because y'all motherfuckers made me watch the shit. We did. That's, I, I did watch, I, I, I actually I did watch the whole thing. I can't. All five of them? I, I hate that. Uh, I hate that series. No. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I watched okay. the entire the thing. thing. Okay. Uh, you got me watching that, and you got me watching Avatar... The, the cartoon, excuse me, the anime. Yeah, I was like, get it right. The, I don't want to get fucked up. The anime. You got me watching that shit. And Jeremy had me watching Full Metal Alchemist. And Dre, you got to give me a show. You didn't give me. No, you gave me the 100. And, and that's my shit. Oh, yeah. Well, but how many episodes? I didn't see last week's episode. How many episodes are left on the 100? It's playing now. It, it's out. We're like on episode seven now. Oh my god! We gotta go over <laughs> <laughs> what what channel is it on? Huh? What channel is it? Come on. Uh, CW. But the CW we, app we have, we have is CW? free. The CW yeah. app but, but is free. The app. You don't matter if you got a subscription or not. See, that's it. Didn't work like that back when Arrow. I was trying to watch Arrow back. He couldn't find the episode. You can do it now. Wow. They must have got hit to it. They're like they lose. The CW out app is totally free. I don't have cable. I, I wow. got um, things on my Fire Stick. And then I have oh, wow. uh, CW channel. Um, ain't it crazy how much shit you got to have? JB, what, what's all the shit you got? You, you know you got Disney Plus. 
What else oh, you got? Oh, I got uh, I got Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, Prime, YouTube Premium. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, this nigga said I look like I get on Daisy Dukes. Hold up, Slim. <laughs> hold up, hold up. <laughs> I, I was showing the legs to the ladies, man. The ladies wanted to see the legs. I'm doing it for ratings, nigga. <laughs> That's my big cousin Randy. What up, boy? Love you, nigga. Anyway, um, <laughs> y'all be uh, be nerd be nerds and go ahead and copy that link I just posted on our banner right now. That is the link to the merch store. We would love if y'all jumped in there, checked out our line, and picked out some picked out some fly shirts. They're actually really comfortable. I was actually really really surprised by the quality because it's really good quality stuff. So yeah, man, check it out. Yeah, man, we appreciate the people who, who place, place orders. When you place an order, it shows us who you are, your name, so we know who's placed orders. And I, I feel really, really good uh, because it's true supporters of the podcast. It's the people that right. are watching now are the people that place fucking orders. Right. Thank Love you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, uh, be safe. Don't take no wooden pussy. Don't take a wooden nickel. And don't take a deal if it ain't a pickle. And um, don't be weird and don't be fickle. And the 49ers tight end name is Kittles. Uh, good night and God bless y'all. Thank you for joining us. We'll see y'all bright and early Monday morning, 5 a.m. drive time. Yeah, and if you're on your way to work and you're listening to this with the next day, mon mm -hmm. Monday, we'll be calling on Sunday nights live. And then we put it out Monday mornings for people who didn't watch it live. So if you're listening to this on Monday on your way to work, shout out to you for making it all the way through. If you caught this last end on your lunch break, shout out to you for coming back. If you watch this on the following Saturday after we recorded on Sunday because you were so busy you couldn't get through it, we still appreciate you. So on that note, on behalf of me, JB, and the Kickbackers, we thank you for tuning in. We, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get Appreciate you, on. appreciate so, you, appreciate you. All appreciate right, you. Uno, we out.